What is up, guys? Welcome back to Clutch Picks Week 7 on board here. You know, I'm kind of getting a little tired of saying it. Actually, fuck that. No, I'm not. I'm not going to jinx us. Another great week. If you look at our Twitter page, you can see some of our bet slips. We didn't hide anything this week. Uh, we had some chalky plays all over the board that cashed. Nico, for a great example, I know you were on Titans money line. Balls of steel there. Uh, some big ones for me were Cardinals money line, Vikings money line with Jason when they were underdogs. I had Raiders underdogs, Colts to cover, Chiefs to cover was my lock. I mean, I really couldn't ask for a better week. I had a bad feeling about that Bills game, so I actually cashed out a parlay anyway that uh, kind of Jason talked me into. So I don't know what the hell you were on, but you were a fucking wizard last week. So um, how'd you guys do? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I had Titans money line, Cowboys minus three and a half. And then my other straight bet was the Chargers. Obviously, that didn't hit. I had a few parlays that, that all hit too, all money line, more parlays. So it was overall a good week for me. I had my best week of the season. I know I say that every goddamn week. But this time, I mean it. I took a different approach. Didn't do any straight bets, which was unusual for me. Did all parlays, a couple teasers, and I tripled my bankroll. I'm really excited about next week to keep this thing going. Yeah, I made some cash on the uh, college college games Saturday and then went into Sunday hot and then you know went into Monday to increase my bankroll. So it was good. I hit a couple same-game parlays, some teasers, some straights, so... All is well over here. Put some money in the bank and looking to stay hot. I know we all talked about it throughout the week. I think as a collective unit, it was probably our best week yet. So that is definitely something that we can take a second look back on and be appreciative for. Let's just kind of get right into it. I don't want to waste any time today. I know we're going to have some great discussions on board. So before we get into it, I'm just going to run through our locks record and our two V2s to remind everybody listening. Uh, so for the locks, Nico is currently at 2-1-1, one, and one, took his first loss last week, so he's going to look to get back on track there. Jock is 1-3, one is one and three, I'm sorry, took his first win last week, so he's going to look to stay hot. Jason's 3-3 three and three, again, uh, pulled a move and a little two-lock last week, so uh, hit one, lost one, so still on track there with 50%, and I'm currently at 4-0. and oh. This week scares me more than last week. I don't know. I mean, the, the board is just not not sitting well with me. So I'm a little scared for my record this week, but obviously we're going to move on and look to keep that going. All right. So for the first game on the slate, we have the Washington football team at green Bay right now. Green Bay's minus nine, minus nine and a half and FanDuel over under is 48 and a half kind of stagnant across the board. This is my game. I just think that this spread is too much in all honesty. I know Aaron Rodgers is playing well, Washington sucks at some point, you know, they're going to have to cover one of these, one of these high spreads. And frankly, I think this could be that game. Uh, I know Nico's going to disagree with me because he loves to tail green Bay, do something with the over under there. I, I kind of like the over 48 and a half, but other than that, I'm not too confident in either side in this game. Green Bay is actually five and one against the spread this year. And Washington has the, one of the worst secondaries in the league. And if you guys can take Devonta Adams for um, two touchdowns this week, because I think Green Bay is going to pour it on him. This wash, Taylor Haneke is making really bad mistakes at the end of games. He's throwing picks, and I just think that Green Bay is a, a, a lot better football team than this Washington team. So I'm definitely going to take Green Bay minus nine and a half. Believe it or not, I think Green Bay's offense hasn't really been explosive as it normally is. They, I mean, I don't even think they've scored 35 points this year. Um, I, I like the number at minus nine. Washington's been horrible this year. Is the game in Green Bay? Yeah, it's at Lambeau. It's oh, I okay. Fucking... Well, I mean, minus nine. I probably take Green Bay minus nine there. But to me, that this is a tricky one because their offense hasn't been too explosive. So, I was really, I was sitting really high on Heineke in the beginning of the year. I was excited for him. He has a great story coming into the NFL and. I wanted to see how well he could do, and, and he just makes some bad decisions and some unlucky passes, and, and you can't do that against Aaron Rodgers at home. Uh, it's just it, it's too unrealistic, and I think what the foreskins were relying on this year is to carry over that defense that they had at the end of last year uh, really showed some grit, some pride, and they're not really getting that right now. Uh, and I think I, I referred – you know, last week to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams just getting going, and that still holds true. 
those guys are firing off, and I don't think their offense was going to sputter one bit in this game. I think nine is a good number to lay here. They're at home, and they got Heineke who's not ready to perform as an NFL starter. So give me Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in that offense. Uh, they should they should be able to lay the boom here. Okay. I mean, I actually – something that I need to say is I, I think, Nico, your play with Adams to get in the end zone twice, uh, I really like that as well. You know, Washington's defense, like you said, has been struggling, so that's definitely something that I'll be looking at. And, you know, I feel like this has a lot of potential for a same-game parlay with, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers over passing yards and Adams anytime and some stuff like that just to, you know, make some quick money. I definitely could see that on my bet slip, so that's something to keep in mind as well. Next game on the slate. We have Kansas City at Tennessee. Kansas City right now is minus four and a half all across the board. Over-unders 57 and a half on DraftKings, 56 and a half on FanDuel. Nico, this one's yours, so uh, run us through what you're thinking here. Well, first and foremost, I like to say um, the Chiefs let up 5.2 yards per carry, and they're facing, in my mind, the best running back right now. I mean, in probably mostly everyone's minds, the best running back right now. He showed on primetime football – that he is the best running back. I mean, he had 145 yards, three touchdowns. For me, this game is just kind of sketchy for me. I mean, the Titans have a lot of secondary injuries right now. Farley just tore his ACL. Batson just tore his ACL. Luan's beat up. I mean, like I said last week, the Titans do play to their competition. But this, these injuries in the defense right now are just kind of scaring me. But, I mean, a gut feeling right now is the Chiefs' front seven struggles and the Titans rely on their run. So, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm probably going to take Titans minus four and a half here. Titans plus four and a half. Plus four and a half. Plus four and a half. Holy yeah, fuck, yeah. Dude. I agree with you. I think that although the Titans do have injuries to their, their secondary there, I, I'm going to be on Titans money line. There's a lot of value there. I think people right now are still overestimating the Chiefs and underestimating the Titans. I hate to say that as a Colts fan, but the Titans are, are good, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely sprinkle some on Titans money line and I'm I'm probably gonna take their spread here as well. I think one thing that stands out is that the Chiefs really don't look like what they used to. I you see Mahomes, you know, just making bad interceptions and kind of bonehead plays. It's not really what you expect him to do. You expect that offense to be a well oiled machine and perform like they've played together for some time. I think Kelsey is a little banged up too. I know Tyreek had a bad drop last week. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's clicking yet. And, and Tennessee is so heavy on the run game. They set up Tannehill in that play action pass. And I think Tannehill is good on his first read. If you give Tannehill past the second read, it turns into a nightmare. And that Chiefs defense, I just don't really trust Tannehill to go to his second read after establishing the run. And I don't trust the Kansas City Chiefs to finish drives and score touchdowns. So the over-under is probably going to set at 57. I could see it anywhere go 57 to 56 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I, I don't see you know drives finishing in this game. It's going to be contrary to everybody's belief, but I'm taking the under that number just because you know we're not seeing the Mahomes we want to see. I'm personally going to take the Chiefs here, uh, minus four and a half. I don't think, Jock, you mentioned Tannehill can't get to his second read. I mean, this is the NFL. I mean, you got to be able to get to your second read. Julio Jones came up hobbling again, and I highly doubt he's going to be out there next week. Um, A.J. Brown was sick. He played a nice game, and I think the Chiefs are going to be able to sell out, stop the run a little bit, not stop it, slow it down enough to where they have to throw, get in a couple third and longs, and I think Mahomes is going to have a huge game. Uh, Nico mentioned Tennessee's missing a bunch of guys in the secondary. Mahomes is just going to—he's going to light them up, and Tennessee's going to be at the back of the bus again. Jay, I'd like to say I, I want to see Mahomes do well because it's so good for the league, and it, it really does make the, the games more entertaining. Watching you know everybody who's got that special talent go at it, so. Yeah, I, I hope that it happens. I'm not going to lay the juice with this. I, I want to see offense and I want to see things happen. I just don't really, I don't really trust them yet. So I mean, this, that's this the only has got to be, this has got to be the game of the week. This is the best game on the slate, in my opinion, in terms of just two great teams or two teams that are highly respected going up against one another. I mean, I, Kansas City's not home. That could be a factor. Maybe Tennessee could pull off another big one. 
Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going to say it again. I'm on Tennessee money line and Tennessee to cover. Jock, I'm sorry. Did you say you were on Chiefs? I, I didn't. Or you said you're on the under. You said you're on the under. I'm on the under. You're on the under. Jason, you're on Chiefs. Nico, we know where you're, you, you stand. You're a Titans fan. I'm on money line and Titans spread. Jay, I totally agree with you. This is going to be my favorite game of the week to watch. There's no doubt in my mind. We have some, some shitty games here. I'm also looking forward, you know, down the road to the uh, Cincy Baltimore game. But other than that, I mean, this, this slate's just kind of massive spreads all over the place. So next game on the slate, we have the New York Jets at the New England Patriots. Right now, we have Patriots minus seven. Over-unders at 42 on DraftKings, 42.5 on FanDuel. Jason, this one's yours. Go ahead. This is an easy chip and putt here with New England at minus seven. We saw what the what, what happened last time Zach Wilson played against the Patriots earlier in the season. He looked like a fucking moron. And now the game's being played in New England. And I feel like Zach Wilson, I mean, that could be a pretty intimidating thing to have to do as a rookie. Um, I think seven is a very, very... Um, it, it's too low of a number for New England. They'll cover that easily. I'm not really a fan of New England actually, this year, actually. Um, I don't think Mac, Mac Jones is very good, and the Jets are coming off a bye. I mean, I'm, this is personally not going to be touched for me. Corey, what's the over-under on this? 42.5. Yeah, I mean, this, all of these numbers for me are just like – just. I could see a push either way for both the over-under and the spread. So I'm pretty much just going to stay away from this game. I love Bill Belichick versus a rookie, fellas. I mean, come on. What the fuck? It's seven points. What are we doing? Davis Mills played really well against the Patriots, too. Like, I don't know what I don't know what kind of point you're making there. I mean, Davis Mills put up 250 yards against him. Like Zach Wilson had a 50 yards. This is the fucking this is 2021, buddy. 250 yards ain't shit. Well, against Bill Belichick with no turnovers, it is. <laughs> yeah, Belichick doesn't give a shit about rookie quarterbacks. He's going to absolutely destroy them. Dude, Zach Wilson's going to get his absolute dick kicked in this weekend. He's a lost puppy playing in the NFL, and he really doesn't belong to be there. He should be on a bench sitting behind a vet somewhere getting ready to, getting ready to play, getting the Jordan Love treatment. Belichick kills rookie QBs. He's going to kill another one. Give me the Patriots minus seven. Yeah, I'm not making this a 2v2, Nico. I think the Patriots are going to win uh, this game. Yeah, Corey, but um, I didn't take I didn't take the spread or the over-under. I said I'm completely staying away from this game. Ah, okay, okay. Well, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I'm going to be on Patriots minus seven here. Touching on what Jock and Jason said, I think that Zach Wilson's going to have a rough time. Mac Jones is playing well. He's starting to actually throw some balls downfield instead of just hit his, his check down options. So I'm looking forward to him, you know, throwing the ball against this Jets defense and seeing what he could do. Corey, I so, have to jump in there on that comment you just said. That ahead. was absolutely terrible. Mac what? Jones completed one deep pass. It was 70 yards. If you took the fucking like 230 yards he had in the game and subtract 70 off of it, he had another dog shit game. His name is Check Down Fucking Jones. He sucks. I mean, he took the Cowboys to overtime, and we had them he in our power rankings the shit. at number four. He didn't take them anywhere. He didn't take them to overtime. The Cowboys played horrible, too, and they still came out with the win. So. Next game on the slate, we have Cincinnati at Baltimore. Jock, this one's yours. Right now we have Baltimore minus six and a half. I think that's a great number. Over-unders at 47, 47 and a half. What are you thinking here? It's going to be a really good game. I, I think Lamar got himself back in the MVP column. We said it last week. It was our 2v2 pick, and we hit it. And they're clicking. The Ravens' offense is, is clicking, and it looks they look like a playoff team. They're getting ready to get, get going. Uh, but then again, Burrow and Chase, we talked about them last week too. They, they're playing good football. And if you ask me, they're a top 10 team in the league. And it's been a while since we've been able to say that. So they, they've done a really good job drafting, drafting their guys and making themselves relevant again. So, you know, what I look to is, you know, Ravens being able to establish the run early because, you know, uh, Burrow's going to get his guys involved early. He's going to look to Chase and Mixon. I look for the Ravens to establish that run game on. It's what they pride themselves on. And it's hard to play four quarters against a run that dominant. I don't know if they could cover the six, but I know they're going to win this game. Probably going to be one of my tease games if I could tease the Ravens down. I'm going to take that to get them to even, to get them to at least half a point. So I'll take I'll take the Ravens in a tease. i got to find a partner, though. The Bengals are playing well. Bengals are playing well, but I got the run too much. Too much on their hands. 
I really like that play, actually. I didn't even think about a teaser for this until you said that. I think a nice six-point teaser here will do the trick for sure if you could find, you know, another game to get into. Uh, one thing that I really like what you said is that, um, you know, obviously the Ravens are going to try to establish this run very early. I just think that if they could do that, run some clock off, and put Joe Burrow in uncomfortable situations, they're going to have a better chance at winning. The key for me here is that this is six and a half. Uh, without a missed field goal, or I'm sorry, without a missed PAT, that seven, I think, is 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 the number here for sure. I just think the Ravens win by a touchdown and a PAT. So essentially I'm betting on Justin Tucker here. I think that's one of the safest bets is that in a position like this, team has a good kicker. You don't really have to have to sweat it out too much. So I'm going to be on Ravens minus six and a half. This Raven, this Ravens def, this Ravens defense is really weird. Actually, Wentz threw for 400 yard, yards against them two weeks ago, and then Herbert threw for 150 to 200 against them. They didn't score a touchdown against them. I mean, I do not think the Bengals are good. They their best win is the Vikings, and they, truly they should have lost against them. Dalvin Cook fumbled, and the Vikings would have won that game if he did not fumble. Uh, but, I mean, this Bengals team just really has not faced anyone yet. So, I mean, this is kind of an easy one for me. I think I'm going to take Ravens six and a half. Like you guys said, Lamar's playing at an MVP level right now, and I just think this offense is going to be too much. I think Joe Burrow's going to struggle. I mean, Jesus, enough with the fucking Bengals hype. I mean, I think, I predicted they'd win less than six games this year. Um, the Ravens, there it seems like, it depends on who they're playing. If they're playing a guy like Herbert, who's going to rip it around all over the field, they, they do something defensively. Then you watch them play against Detroit, and they're playing that man-to-man, we're better than you defense. And guys, they find a way to get open. And I think they're going to do that tricky shit, um, go back from what they normally do and try to confuse Burrow. I think they're going to do it, and it's going to be an ugly one. Um, I think the Ravens win this one by two touchdowns. So almost a kiss of death there. I know Jock said he's got to find a tease partner. Not necessarily a kiss of death, so if, if you're superstitious like me, obviously you could play that one. I do really like this bet. Um, you know, it was a in very high contention for my lock of the week. Looking back at it now, I kind of feel like I maybe should have had this as my lock of the week. But, you know, I am a little scared. Joe Burrow and Mixon and Chase are playing well, so you can't discount that just because they're playing the Ravens. All right, next game on the slate, we have Philly at Vegas. Jock, we're going right back to you, right back to your hometown team here. We got Raiders minus three and a half. The game, remember, is at Allegiant Stadium. I know that doesn't mean as much to you guys as it does to me. Over-under is 49 and a half, 49 on FanDuel. Go ahead, Jockey. The Raiders had a big win. That, that Everybody thought that lo- locker room would be broken. You know, there'd be some trouble going on, you know, play call, and it looked like the fill-in head coach didn't even know how to put the headset on. They still found out how to come out with a win. You know, they're going back home, playing in front of that home crowd. And the Eagles are coming in. And it's the same story over and over again with the Eagles. They, every week, you just expect them to get better and better. It just, but it just doesn't happen because they shy away from that run game so much. And, and they have Miles Sanders with so much talent, and they don't really involve them in anything. So... If you could trust the the Eagles to move the football with the with on the ground, I got the Eagles money line here, and I think they Sirianni's going to go to the chalkboard and trust the run game. I'm taking Eagles money line. I took them once before in an upset. I think they're going to upset the Raiders again. I, I I got Eagles in an upset here, just the way I see it. Dude, no way, no way. Yeah, and this is, this is, this, this is a, yeah, and this, look what the is, fuck happened last this is, time. This is a dumbass play of the week. Won. This is a dumbass play of the week. The Eagles, Dude. the Eagles, the Eagles suck. The Eagles suck. There's no way around the, the Eagles I'm riding, do suck. Uh, Mr. Pencil Neck name caller himself, Giacometti's tail here. I'm on the Eagles. <laughs> oh, please make this a 2v2. Uh, I mean, make, I think uh, we have please to. Make, please just, make just, this the amount of, just the amount of bad blood involving the Eagles and the Raiders. All right, 2v2. The, Raider, the Raiders looked so much better last week without that douchebag John Gruden. And I, I think that locker room is finally fixed. Derek Carr looked cr- unbelievable. And finally, they're using Kenyon Drake in the backfield. I mean, they haven't used him once in the past five weeks, and they finally used him. And he, I mean, he, looked, he played really well. This Josh Raiders, Jacobs was hurt. He was the, he was the back. 
Yeah, and look at what Kenyon Drake did. But they finally used him. They never used him. I he was the number one back Rocky for two straight weeks. versus Ivan Drago effort from the Eagles. That's correct. They're going to go out there swinging. They're going to their... cut him down like a track. Exactly. Max Crosby's exactly. gonna Max Cros- Crosby's gonna shove this dick down Jalen Hurts' throat. Ooh, oh my ooh, god! Okay, ooh, Lane, you're gonna take Lane Johnson coming, up, who's been sitting at home for three straight weeks, getting back there. Max Crosby, yes, go out there who, who, who is on pace to be defensive player of the year. So right you're now, talking, yes. you're talking about one of the best tackles in football, Lane Johnson. And yeah, okay, yeah. Watch what Max Crosby does. You add Hurts. that, you add that piece to that offensive line. You let that back run the ball. Sirianni needs to give the back the ball at least 25 but he, times. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. That's the issue. He does not. Watch. Jalen Hurts is going to do a little read off. She's like, keep it. And it's heavy. Don't call Steve up. Austin back at right tackle. He's going to fucking turn around and. Okay, hand the I want to talk. I want to talk. I want to talk. Everybody just remember whenever, whatever side I pick on the Eagles, it always hits the opposite. So, Nico, I'm a little worried about this one. I'm not. Here. This is, this is going to be a bad sure. game. This is going to be really embarrassing, but especially you know, in Vegas, too. <laughs> You guys know I do love the Raiders at home, so I, I'm okay with making this a two v two. We'll have we'll have Jock and Jason, uh, Eagles plus three and a half. Nico Corey, Raiders minus three and a half. Raiders at home. That's kind of my settling factor here. You know, I I Wait, actually what the fuck what the fuck do the Raiders what? have to do with being home? Have to do with you? They're Dude, stuck in here in this stadium. There was no fans in there last it's year. Fucking Vegas, Where's exactly. Home, where's this home field advantage you're getting from? They play like Dude. three games in the stadium with fans. Okay. Who, oh, yo, the Eagles have the trouble. Yeah. Travel. Oh. Dude, listen to me. You know how absurd home field advantage is? They left their fans in fucking Oakland. They got up and fucking left Are the you black hole. Are you kidding me? That's they're one you of the think best Ve- fan bases. In- what? You think Vegas is saying, ooh, yeah, the Raiders are in Vegas. Let me go drive my car to Vegas. Dude, they left that town. They left their fans there. Everybody who went to that stadium, dude, they're not coming there. Dude, you go there, it's, everybody's in a suit and tie. It's for luxury boxes. Everything's nice, prime, no. pretty. Dude, that's not it's how the Eagles play. And drugs. Yeah, that's did all you, have you watched a, a Golden Knights game recently? Dude, no, because I'm not a fairy and watch hockey. Yeah, you do watch hockey. You text me all the time, tell me who you're betting. Okay, Ooh, so enough the, with that The Penguins. The Penguins. Well, you text me Blues money line today. You text me yesterday about some games. Yeah. Blues money line. So you are a, a fucking fairy. You are a yo. Your reason was that they taped the fucking sticks a different Moral color. Moral story is the Philly cheesesteak blast down the throats coming, and we're getting there a two v two victory. No, it's going to be five and one again after this. Just so you guys know, I mean, I really appreciate you just giving us this game. So, um, you know what? Thank <sighs> yeah, you for like that. Just like the Chargers game last week. You yeah, fucking bozo. Uh, how many? How, wait. It, refresh yeah, my memory. Like, was that your was that like, your first win on two v twos or no? Are you hitting twenty percent right now or no? Do the math. Jay, What's four plus Jay, one? Jay, Five. we said we said it. We called the Ravens are going to stuff it down their throat. They stuffed it down their throat. Herbert looked like a rookie. Herbert looked like shit. Herbert looked like shit. And we said the Eagles are going to shove it down their throat, and they're going to get the good old whiz with with onions, mayo, and ketchup. Right down their goddamn neck. Yeah, when you say the most absurd shit for five weeks in a row, obviously it's gonna fucking happen once. Yeah, so good job, every, guys. Every, every scroll, every blind scroll finds a nut who, jock. Who? Yeah, I, I thought I saw Jock running around my yeah, I thought I saw last week. Around the yard. So fly, am I. Eagles fly. You'll be All singing right. that. You'll be singing that in your nightmare. This Moving on. Next game, long, next game bro. on the slates, we have Lion, Lions at Rams. Right now, we have Rams minus 14 and a half. Over-under is 50 and a half. Jason, this one's yours. What do you got? All I can say is Dan Campbell is not a good football coach. He is a fucking idiot. I'm so sick of him. Everyone's all fucking dialed in on him. He comes on the press conference. Everyone's like, let's see what Dan Campbell's got to say. He's such a badass motherfucker. He drinks 14 cups of coffee. He screams in your face. No. They're awful. Who the fuck did they just get murdered by the, the bungholes? The bungholes murder them. And quite frankly, the Rams are going to murder them three times as bad. The Rams, I mean, they're 50 times better than the Lions. The Lions have no good players. Jared Goff blows. Their O-line blows. Their defense blows. Their coaching staff blows. I'll take the Rams. It was, isn't it minus 17? Yes, minus. Um, it was minus 16 and a half on. I'll take that. On Unibet. But DraftKings and FanDuel, 
minus 17. So. I take it up to minus 21. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm so wrong. It's minus 14 and a half. Even better. Give me the Rams <laughs> minus 14. Oh, my God, dude. That's so many points to cover. That's all I'm worried about. But at the same time, I thought uh, Texans, Colts, 10 was a lot to cover. They beat them by 35. Uh, so maybe it's not, Jay. You know, I thought I also thought the Rams and Giants, that was a tough game to cover. It wasn't. I'm going to tell you, you know, I kind of think that this is a ballsy plan away. You're a professional football team. 14 and a half points is a lot of fucking points. I'm going to tell you, it has nothing to do with Dan Campbell. It just, everyone knows right now, my two favorite winning teams got to be Rams and Cardinals. They make me money every week. So why would I start? Why would I start fading them now? You know? So I'm on, I'm on Rams too, for sure. I'm actually going to take the um, first half spread of the Rams this week. It's probably going to be like minus seven and a half, minus eight. And I think they're going to be up by at least more than a touchdown. So I agree with everything you said. I mean, I was a fan of Dan Campbell with that press conference, but I mean, he is a really, really bad coach. I mean, that emotional that emotional shit could only go so far. I mean, you don't have a good quarterback, you don't have a good line, like Jason said. I mean, I'm I'm definitely looking at the first half spread if it's minus eight, minus eight and a half. I would rather sit on a plane for three hours <laughs> in a lightning storm next to a crying baby than watch this game. It's gonna be another murder fest. There's no reason for me to turn it on. I don't care how many points the Rams win by. I'm not laying the points with them because it's <laughs> that bad of a game. I don't care if it's free money. It, it, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching Dan Campbell cry again. I'm not watching <laughs> the McVeigh and that long nose, long beak idiot, Jared Goff, McVeigh reunion. I'm not watching that. I don't care. Let the Rams spank them by 42. And let's move on. Okay. Well, Jock, that was uh, very insightful. So we appreciate that. All right. So next game on the slate, we have the long neck douche. I mean, we have the Houston Texans at the Arizona Cardinals. Right now, Cardinals are minus 17 over unders 47 and a half all across the board. Uh, this one is my game. Everyone knows I love the Cardinals. I'm not going to take two massive spreads in the week. So I'm more comfortable with the Rams. I'm going to take that one. I do think something to look at here is going to be the over. Uh, the over is 47 and a half. I really like the over here. I don't think that the Texans will score a lot of points, but I think the Cardinals will expose that defense with these Kyler Murray long balls. I'm going to take the over 47 and a half. Jock, I see you making faces. What's going on? Dude, the Cardinals are playing the Texans. Yeah. Dude, what the hell's up with the, who, who makes these schedules? Just who <laughs> wants to watch all these blowouts? Seriously. And then you set the line at 17 and a half. Let me sit down on a Sunday and watch a game that has a 17 and a half point spread. What fun is that? I don't cheering, cheering for 17 points. Oh, I hope they keep it within 17. Sounds really exciting. The pencil neck again. We have to sit there and watch four quarters of pencil neck. Enough with these fit 17 point spreads. You like the over, you said? Yeah, 47 and a half. I'd probably buy the hook down. Because I think 47? it's going to be 37 to 10. I think Pencil Neck will find the end zone once, and they'll probably kick a first-half field goal. I like that. I like that. And I think 37, you kind of have to expect the Cardinals to score at least 37 points. 37 to 10 covers the spread and hits the over. So I guess I'm on the spread, too. That makes I'm, sense. Not, I'm not watching a game to see if they cover 17 <laughs> points. It's just ridiculous. Corey, I saw – I know I know you've been – High on the Cardinals all year. I've kind of been trying to pull you away from it. I was on Instagram and JJ Watt was running around on the sidelines. He's saying, you know, everybody's saying this and that about us. We're not going to keep winning. And he starts screaming, maybe we're just better than everybody. Maybe we're just better than everybody. And you know what? Now I'm we're starting to think he's right. talking. Let's go. I'm starting to think he's right. I mean, Fuck yeah. they're fucking taking people behind the shed week in and week out. And I owe you an apology. I mean, I'm going to start riding the Cardinals with you going ahead, going forward, Corey. I know I've called you a jerk off and an idiot and all this other shit saying the Cardinals are due to, to lay an egg. And uh, I'm, I'm going to throw you an apology here on live television in front of millions of listeners. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the Cardinals until they shit the bed. And Thanks, you know man. what? I could be up a lot of money 
if I was just going with the Cardinals all year. Yeah, but you know, you just brought all that bad juju over to them. So now I'm a little fucking worried. Fuck you and your juju. Juju's crying. Juju's on the fucking Steelers. That's that. <laughs> he's got a, his arms in a sling because he's a pussy. Yeah, no more juju talk. The only thing I'm taking here is Zachert's um, anytime touchdown. So the welcome to the city. Welcome to the city touchdown. I don't yeah. mind that. I like that a lot, actually, Nico. That's probably going to be plus money, too. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Okay. Well, it seems like we're kind of all in agreement here that basically it's just going to be a fucking shit kicking and the Texans are going to get dominated. Um, I'm just betting on the Cardinals to score a lot of points, you know? So, okay. Next game on the slate, we have Chicago at Tampa Bay right now. Jock, you're going to fucking hate it. Tampa Bay minus 13 and a half over under is 47 and a half. Nico, this is your game before Jock starts fucking screaming at us. Go ahead. Tell us what you think. Well, the crazy thing is actually, um, ever since we started bashing Matt Nagy, he's actually, this team's actually been playing a lot better. It's the juju. But, I mean, this Tempe pass rush is going to get to Justin Fields. And like I said, Jalen Hurts' head is going to fall off. I think Justin Fields' head might go 20 yards further. I mean, 13, point, 13 points is a lot, but I can see a Tempe winning by two touchdowns. Justin Fields cannot match this the Tempe's offensive firepower. I mean – I think Chicago's averaging like maybe 20 points a game. I think I think this is kind of an easy one for me. I think Tampa is in a cover here. Their offense is just too elite. This game's in South Florida. Matt Nagy, um, no pencil neck on this outfit. This is Matt Nagy we're talking about. He sucks. Justin Fields sucks. He hasn't done shit. Um, Ohio State quarterbacks, to me, they blow. And- <laughs> Justin Fields sucks. They can't throw the ball. They're going to go down in that hot weather and fucking sweat. Tom Brady's going to throw that sunblock on his arm and go out there and whip it all around the field. And they're going to beat him by four touchdowns, not two, four. Bro, your hot weather um, theories have been really working out <laughs> yeah, for you. Here we, I was going to say, here we fucking go again with the sun beating down. Wear that degrees. fucking gear in 110 degrees. Ever, ever, ever since you said about the you Dolphins, fucking, they lost five straight. You would stick your head in a cooler every fucking time you ran off the field. Every, ever Chicago? Since, where's ever that? Since, Illinois? Ever, Chicago's in Illinois, right? They don't want to go down to Florida. They don't want to go to Florida. Ever since you brought up the weather in the Dolphins, they have lost five straight. They have lost five straight. They have lost five straight. Doesn't you know you brought up twice? When? Oh, the Bills are coming to town. Here we go. Here we go. The Bills are coming. They lost by forty-two. Oh, that was before I knew the Dolphins were gonna shit down their fucking leg all year. But I got a surprise for everyone about the Dolphins this week. Stay tuned. Well, he just fucking gave it away, and it's not a surprise. We all knew what the fuck was coming when we listen, skipped right over the game. Listen, that beautiful, sexy son of a bitch, Matt Nagy's going to have that visor going. He's going to have all that sunscreen on the top of his bald fucking head. He's going to get a nice tan on it. He's going to have that fucking play sheet chewing on that microphone, getting ready to get blown out again. And Tom Brady's going to waltz in there. I heard Giselle's going to be baking cookies on the back of his head. Giselle's going to be shaving his back, getting him all ready to go. Listen, Matt Nagy's ugly. He's not sexy at all. He's not going to – he might get sunburned. He might get a little sunburned. Jay likes the weather in Florida. It's going to be hot. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Tom Brady in his slippery hands. He's got, he's got those lotion hands. Takes care of them. Yeah, he's going to be throwing the ball all over this guy, all over the Raymond James Stadium. Four o'clock. Jay, it should be mild weather, honestly. Four o'clock down there? No, no, no. This, that's prime sun right there. Four o'clock, that's its highest point. It's going to be serious heat. <laughs> All right. You heard it there first. There's our uh, our weather channel input from uh, Jason Anderson, meteorologist Jason Anderson. Uh, he said it's going to be the hottest at 430. Uh, and I'm taking Tom Brady in the Florida heat. You guys are going to fucking laugh at me. I'm on the You're Bears a fuck, If you say the plus Bears, 13 and a half. Window. I'm, I'm, on the the Bears, window. I'm on the Bears plus 13 and a half. It's a lot of points to lay. I think that the Bears are comparable in the Eagle, to the Eagles in the sense that their quarterback likes to run the ball. Obviously, we haven't tested Justin Fields that much, but I just think 13 and a half is a lot of points to lay, and I'm on the Bears to cover this spread. I think Tampa Bay may win by 10, obviously, maybe 13, 10 in a, in a field goal, but I just I, I could just see the Bears covering this spread. That's a lot of points to lay, and that's all I have to say about that game. So that being said, our next game on the slate, I, wa- I wanted to take it, but obviously I'm fucking biased. 
Indy at San Francisco. Nico, this is your game. Right now, the Colts are plus three and a half. So San Francisco, three and a half points favorite. Over-unders, 44, 44 and a half. Go ahead, Neeks. What do you got? This game's all going to be t- depending on who starts our quarterback. It's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance. But, I mean, this Colts team is actually catching some fire right now. But the Col- You said the Colts are plus three and a half? Yep. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is, I mean, looking efficient now the past two weeks. I just think that the Colts will cover here. I could see it being a three-point Stanford win. But, I mean, if Trey Lance plays, this game might, might go a lot different. But, I mean, we really don't know yet. So, I'm going to wait on this game. It's going to all depend on who's playing quarterback for me. Nico, I like what you said about Wentz. He is playing well, but I think a lot of that has to do with how Jonathan Taylor has come alive recently. He's looking like he did last year towards the end of the season. And I never realized he's as fast as he is. He's a 4-3 guy. He's fucking big. He's strong. He's fast. The Colts are still missing guys up front, but they're finding a way to get some lanes open. But with all that said, I'm taking San Fran. Trey Lance or Jimmy G, I don't give a fuck. Trey Lance gives a nice element to the offense. He can run. He can throw. Um, get an extra hat in the run game with the QB keeps. I think the Colts are soft. Fuck the Colts. Fuck you. I'm on Colts to win this fucking game. Sorry. Sorry. I, did, I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's fine. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm on the Colts to win this game. I know I obviously no no shit. I, I do actually really like this. I think, uh, Jay, I told you, I, t- I texted the group chat and I told you, and you were shocked. I think San Fran's a little overvalued. They, they only have two wins and they're against shitty teams. I know they're coming off a bye, which I know also factored into your opinion that you just forgot to mention. So, uh, but I, I do think Colts could win this game. I'm probably going to put a unit on Colts to cover Colts money line. I think Carson Wentz is playing well. If you look at this week, he was the uh, PRR or PPR, whatever the fuck it is, number one ranked offensive player, which is, you know, go Colts, baby. We're fucking sick. Two wins against shit teams, but we could talk about that later. That's kind of all I have to say. I like the Colts to win this game, though. Yeah, the Colts got one underhanded to them last week, and they were able to execute their offense and, you know, let JT come into his role. And I thought he, he looked good. He ran the ball hard. Jay, Jay hit the nail on the head. He had breakaway speed, and he tote the rock well. San Fran, it, they're really not playing good football, and they're not covering spreads. It's all about covering spreads. You have to be able to cover the spread in a football game. They played competitive against Arizona. and, and there's a, Who's going to play quarterback? Oh, that's, I think the Colts are the better team going into this game. So I think I'm going to take the Colts on the money line here just because – just because they're playing better football than San Fran, they look like they're more. They look like a more complete team than San Fran. San Fran's one and four against the number, so you, I'm, I'm going to go with the Colts here. All right, Jock, I like that. You know, thanks for the support there. I think you you made some good points, and and I think you're right on a lot of them. I think that there's just so much value to be had here. You know, I love value, and it's on my team. So why would I not? I mean, I'm kind of due for a loss on the Colts. Every time I bet them, they seem to cover. So. Again, I'm a little worried about it, but at the same time, a lot of value there, and and I do like them to win. So now it is time for our locks of the week. Okay, so for our first lock of the week, Obviously, you guys are probably wondering why we didn't talk about the Thursday night game. This is it. Nico's lock of the week. Denver at Cleveland. Nico, go ahead. Denver is, what, plus three and a half? The Browns are really, really hurt on the offensive side right now. Still no Jarvis Landry. Baker, his shoulder's messed up. No Kareem Hunt, no Nick Chubb. And I saw Von Miller tweet that he's going to kill whoever's in front of him. And that kind of got my blood boiling. I was like, dude, like... I mean, this this Broncos team is due for a win. I love Broncos plus three and a half here. I think the I think Cleveland is really beat up, and they they're not gonna put they're not gonna be able to put the um all the weight on Baker. So I mean, in my mind, if Baker's hurt, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback, and I'm gonna take as my lock Broncos plus three and a half. Well, either or, Nico, I like this. Just so you guys know, I'm a huge fan of these bar stool sweatshirt giveaways that they do. I like to bet the games anyway, so why wouldn't I do it for the sweatshirts? 
They have another one coming up for this Thursday night game. Don't miss out on it. Win or lose, 100 bucks on either spread. And, uh, Nico, I'm going to be tailing you here. I like this pick. I think, like you said, the Browns are missing some of their, obviously, the biggest key components of their offense. Broncos are due for one, too. I mean, they played like shit against the Raiders. They're going to want to right the ship there. And uh, Jock, your boy, Vic Fangio, it's about time About time I get behind him here. So, Dude, fuck Vic Fangio. I'm done with him. <laughs> what the fuck? Sick of that Nipa bullshit. Seriously. Enough's enough. You got a quarterback wearing two gloves on his goddamn hand. Just cut that shit out. Enough of that. You don't need to do that anymore. Just throw the goddamn ball with one glove. Yeah, enough's enough. Juice is going to be loose. He's coming off the IR. Jay, am I right? Is he coming off the IR? Jarvis Landry is coming off the IR, correct. Oh, yeah. And what? listen, I'm sick of hearing about this Baker Mayfield shit saying he's this and that. He's hurt. He's he's not an elite quarterback. Dude, Baker Mayfield's a leader. And I would get behind Baker Mayfield. He catches so much shit. He's dude, He needs to win this game. It's he's, Thursday he is night. shit. He's not shit. He's, shit. he's not shit. He's, he's shit. Not- a better quarterback in this game by a fucking mile. Yeah, dude, he's he do he's beat up, and they don't they don't have a running back. They're, they're, they're down they're down Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like I, I don't know, like that, that's what they that's what they rely the on is the run is game. Loose. And they don't have two they don't have their two best running backs. Dude, are we talking about the same guy? Are we talking about the same Baker Mayfield that literally had nobody had had nobody and went to Pittsburgh and hung that big forty two on him? Are we talking about that same Baker Mayfield? No, their run game. They we're talking about their run game that they don't have right now. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's a guy you got to get behind. He's a leader. He really is. He's a true leader. He shows a lot of emotion. He wears his heart on his sleeve, and he's going to play hard on a Thursday night. That's what's going to happen. You guys are kind of scaring me because I know Jason's going to say that. So just before, um, I'm not going to retract my statement, but whatever happens here, I'm not comfortable making this a 2v2 unless Nico convinces me otherwise. I'm also going to need some help from our listeners now. I don't know what side I'm going to bet. I'm like 70-30 on, on Nico here, but I kind of want to see what everybody else has to say, see if I could win that sweatshirt. Obviously, I'm going to get it. It's win or lose, but I want the money too. So, Jason, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Nico, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt, okay? You had a nice start to the season, but now I'm going against you two weeks in a row, buddy, on your life. Oh. week. I'm taking the Browns. Baker Mayfield, there's something about guys who have a lot of fight and wear their heart on their sleeve, like Jock said. When adversity comes, they rise up to the plate. They're the one leading the team. They're the one fucking rallying the troops. He's going to be ready to go. He'll be in a sling prior to kickoff. That doesn't matter. He'll get the shot in his arm. He'll come out. Jarvis Landry's coming back. Middle field's going to be working again. OBJ's going to find a way to get open. I think this is a game where the Browns could say, okay, let's spread it out. Whip it around a little bit, take some weight out of the box, hand our third string running back the ball, and hit some lanes here. The Browns are the better team by a mile. The Browns have an underrated defense, although they've played horrible. They got some guys on the defense. I think we can all agree there. Yeah. Um, the Browns are probably um, – what's the line again? I'm sorry. Three and a half. Yeah, the Browns will absolutely cover this spread. Um, it's easy. The Broncos' offense is fucking horrendous. It's horrendous. Vic Fangio runs an offense like Dunmore High School. Doesn't work in the NFL. Browns have up 84 points in the past two games. Their defense is not good. I don't know where you got their where their defense is good from. Their defense is good. Did you listen to what I said? I said no, they got not some good all. players. Yeah, their defense, defense sucks though. I mean, Teddy dude, Teddy Two Glove Peckerhead Bridgewater sucks. <laughs> How many nicknames are you gonna fucking give the guy? It's it's he's not good. Melvin Gordon's old. I mean, dude, it's the Broncos. Who the fuck likes the Broncos? Yeah. Come on. Pick Devlin. Give me the Browns. Easy. Nico, you had yeah, a well, nice little run, dude, but this is a bad pick for the second week in a row, bro. Like I said, quarterback's got two gloves on. I'm done with Vic Fangio and this Nipa bullshit. I'm done with it. How do you like your pizza? Done more. Over with it. I'm done with it. Give me the Browns. Money line, give me the Browns spread. Give me the Browns alternate spread. I'll take them six and a half as well. I think the Browns are gonna is, are gonna fist feed them here. Yeah, I'm not gonna say fist two v two here. Let's give me the two v two. I said no. I said no. Timmy Tough Nuts. Timmy. I said no before you even thought. Actually, I actually, I actually feel a lot better that these two are against me. So um, this is actually definitely my lock now. 
Wow. Oh my like God. Definitely. Now it's like a hundred percent lock. It's your now, lock now, regardless. Yeah. But now I feel a lot better about it. Corey, who do you think is going to win the game? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter who's going to win the game. I got three and a half. Like that, yeah, that, why, that's why, what why, it's, the, the why does winning there. the game matter here? It's three and a half. What, what I'm going for is a cover. Okay. Regardless, I'm not making it. I'm not on this as a 2v2. The only reason I'm putting money on this game is to win that stupid fucking sweatshirt from Barstool. Okay. So let's get that out of everybody's mind right now. Um, if, if that wasn't an option, I would not be betting this game. I'm going to let you guys try to convince me what side to take. Other than that, not touching this game. Next game on the slate. I mean, no fucking surprise here. We got Atlanta at Miami. Sun's going to be beaten down. Hot day. You know, Miami plus two and a half. Atlanta minus two and a half. <laughs> Over under is 47 and a half. Jason, this is your lock. What do you got? I'm not just taking this because of the scalding hot sun down in South Florida. <laughs> That's not the reason why. I'm taking it because I honestly just think with a better team, Tua came back and guess what? I'm sure you guys are so hick- so sick of hearing his name come out of my mouth. Well, he's a good quarterback, and he proved it. He's efficient and moving the pocket. Makes that offensive line look a lot better than it is. Let's be honest. Um, the defense, I mean, it is what it is. It, it stinks right now. Can't stop the run. Can't rush the passer. But the good thing, they are playing Atlanta, and Matt Ryan cannot move. So they're going to be able to fucking keep him in there, maybe bat down some balls on the three-step. And I, I'm taking Miami money line here. That's my play here. There's no fucking way they lose six straight. If they do, I... <laughs> well, Jock is giggling so hard. I if cannot they wait lose, to see what the fuck he says. <laughs> if they lose six straight, oh, man. if they lose six straight, um, I, I don't know what to say. They're, they are, they're the worst franchise in the league if they lose Sunday. And I'm not afraid <laughs> to say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I had high hopes for this season. And once again, like Peter Griffin with that bag of nickels, I'm just getting hit in the nuts every week. Dude, Jock couldn't even keep his fucking his laughing until you <laughs> yeah, stopped. I'm not him. kidding you. I called the Jags money line last week because the Dolphins are so bad. <laughs> and I literally had no choice. I had literally had no choice. They were so bad. I had to pick the Jags to beat them. And it happened. Oh, my God. I picked the Jags. Right, to let's not them. forget. Every, everyone oh, in their secondary the- was out. Oh, my God. You should be wanting to forget this whole season. Why? We don't don't have our pick. The Eagles have it. You want to forget this whole season. You're one in five, and you just lost to the Jags. It doesn't get much worse than this. (laughs) Listen, I saw the Colts start one in five, and they put together a nice string of games a few years back, and they were in the playoff. You guys are not the Colts. Your team sucks. There's no other way around it. (laughs) We had the Dolphins suck. The Dolphins suck. There's no other way around it. The Dolphins they suck. Don't and the suck. Falcons are going to beat the suck. piss out of them. They're going to win Sunday. This is going to be a really ugly game. Byron this Jones is going to be a back. really ugly we game. We practice first them all preseason. Dolphins are going to kick the fucking shit out of the Falcons. The I'll Falcons are coming off guys the, ten bucks. The Falcons are coming off a bye too. I mean, this game's going to be really ugly. Fuck if they're coming. This game's going to be really ugly. Dude, I got a cramp in my side. Calvin Ridley's coming back this week. This game is going to be really ugly. And if you think my lock is bad, this is an embarrassing lock. This is Jay. This, this, Jay, this I is like the, the lock, buddy. Fuck it, buddy. We're going all the way. It's gonna be hot down there, dude. Oh. Plus money on the Fuck. the Dolphins who have a better oh. roster. I mean, Jesus, come on. Oh. I think there is a lot of value, Jay. I think there's a lot of value to be had in that bet. I really do. I know we're you like football. Everybody here likes football. It's difference between between a fan. Maybe just being a little too over optimistic. Listen, You're- listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna say this now. You got the you got the Dolphins money line, and I'm trying to hold back a laugh. I've been biting my tongue. But but dude, I hate to say it, but <laughs> you're gonna get their ass kicked. They're gonna get they're gonna get killed. Corey, make sure you clip this for for next week. I don't even yeah. have a response. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. I don't I'm have, have the response. This... I wouldn't pick it. I feel good about it. I feel confident. I think Atlanta is really bad. I'm not saying Miami's some top notch team, but they're 
they're they're going to get a win somewhere along the way, and this is going to be one of them. They're a low tier team, not not even in a good like a good team picture. Listen, I'm going to respect. And the good news pick. is Miami does play both the Titans and the Saints this year. So if you guys lose to them, you guys are in for a fucking tough couple hours after that game. I wasn't going to say anything, but you want to know who did beat the Dolphins? What, what Colts, fucking, Colts, 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 With that fucking. I'll respect your pick and I'll stay away from it. Listen, I'll even root the Dolphins on. I'll wear my nice bikini. On. I'll sit in my you, living room with my you, bikini. What? Bikini. What, what did you just say? I'll have my bikini but, bottoms on. So we got our quarterback. Too. We lost three straight because of Brissett. We lost three straight because of Brissett. I mean, we were missing our three three starting wideouts, our two starting corners with Jacksonville. I mean, Nico, the Titans lost to the fucking Jets. That good teams or whatever or better teams we, could lose but, games. But no, team you have to game, understand, but we're actually a good team, team and we came back lose. and won against the Bills. You guys lost by 42 against the fucking Bills. And we're going to come back and win this game. You can lose versus you, bad teams. You guys you guys don't have time to lose. You guys are already bombing the barrel AFC right now. Bad, in, teams, in the league. bad teams have beaten better teams before. It's the national football. But you guys are a bad team in general. As you saw, you lost. I bet you the Jets will lose to Jacksonville if they played. And you lost to the Jets. And the Bills beat you by 42. 42 you lost to the Jets. Beat the Bills. You guys yeah, lost 42 against the, the Bills. That doesn't matter. So, listen, game's at 1 o'clock. Jason likes to talk about heat, and he likes the temperature. Listen, we talked about Matt Nagy, his visor and his sunburn. Listen, what I'm going to do is I'm going to open all the windows in my apartment, hope it's sunny on Sunday, put my visor on, my nice bikini bottom, drink a land shark, fins up, fins up. Jay, I hope they win. They're going to get their ass kicked, but I hope they win. Me and Matt Nagy are going to have our bikini bottoms on and getting ready for an ass kicking. But it's okay. It's okay. Jay, lock of the week. I respect it. Your team. Roll with your team. South Florida. It's going to be hot. Matt Nagy. Sexy son of a bitch. Bikini bottom. Yeah, I think there's a lot of value to be had in the Dolphins game here. Uh, Dolphins winning. That's what I started to say before all the fucking shit hit the fan. So if I was going to bet this game, I think I'm, I'd have a straight bet on Dolphins to win. Uh, you know, two and a half there. I feel like if they're going to cover, they, they might as well win. So um, I, I'm, I might tell you here. I'm not sure yet. If I do, though, it's going to be on Dolphins' money line if, they're, if I have a bet in this game. So uh, I'm with you. I think there's, like I said, there's a lot of value in here. I think you can make some money here for sure. So, Corey, thank you very much for that. It reminds me a lot of the Vikings game last week on the money line. So yeah. similar feel in terms of value and shit. I'm yeah. all over it, man. Okay, nice, nice. So my lock of the week is next. If I did it again, I'd probably have the Ravens to cover here uh, as my lock, but I can't, and I'm already committed, and I like this one too. So right now we have Panthers at Giants. Spread is two and a half, three, but there's a lot of value in it. So if the, the, the Panthers to cover three points is even money right now. Keep that in mind. Over-unders, 43, 43 and a half. My lock here, if, if you could get the Panthers at two and a half, jump all over it. Um, I know the Giants coming off a loss, a very bad loss to the Rams. But at the same time, dude, they're beat up. You know, They got Shepard back, yeah, but their star, Saquon's still out. I think that the Panthers are also coming off a tough loss. I think we all kind of called that game. But at the same time, the Panthers need to win here for sure. They started out 3-0, played like shit since. Lost to the Eagles. Who did they even play last week? I'm drawing a blank here. Vikings. 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 You're right, Jay. Yeah, we just talked about that. You're right. Vikings overtime. I'm going to have Carolina to, to cover the two and a half here. And I might even sprinkle some on that three just because the value on it, you know? Uh, a, a mixed PAT from the Giants, a fumble, uh, a pick from Jones. Anything there could, uh, could definitely help me with that three. So I'm going to put some on the three because there's value there. Yeah, majority of it's going on two and a half, though. So that's where I'm at. The Giants might be worse than the Dolphins. I'm with you here, too. I mean, Carolina two and a half is kind of easy for me. I'm not really a big Carolina better, actually, but the Giants are really bad. They lost by 20 points the past two games. They're really beat up. I agree with you. I mean, this this is pretty an easy one for me. I'm, I haven't bet on the Panthers once this year, and I'm not going to. Um, I'm taking the Giants. Not sure I'll actually throw money on it. Um, I'm going to root for the Giants. I can't stand the Panthers. Um, the Giants, they um, they got nothing. They really do have nothing. No run game, 
no ability to throw it. But at the same time, neither does Carolina. CMC's out. Sam Darnold fucking stinks. I like Carolina's wide receivers and shit, but I think the Giants, Joe Judge, he rallies them together and says, let's fucking, let's put one game together. Let's put one drive together. And it's going to pile up, and they're going to find a way to win the game, maybe. Giants' one win has come against an NFC South opponent. My Saints. And it hurt like hell. And they're going to beat another NFC South opponent this week. They're going to, I think the Giants have what it takes to beat the Panthers. I, I, Jay, I'm with you. I, I've been ragging the Panthers you know, ever since we started this podcast. They're not a good team. Everybody was on them when they were 3-0, and and, and there's, now they're a 500 team, and it's only going to get worse. And this is the kind of game they're used to losing. Uh, this franchise isn't used to winning these kind of games in the past couple of years. I got the Giants here. They'll piece it together, somehow find a, find a way to win this game. I'm not going to put a lot of money on it. I think plus 130 is, you know, pretty good odds. But yeah, you know, I'm not betting with the Panthers. I won't. Give me the Giants money line. So I do think you guys it's a good play for you, dude? But I, I really just can't stand the Panthers. Well, I, I like I said, I, 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 if if I, the more I think about it, I would have liked the Ravens more. But I'm still comfortable with this as my lock for sure. So, um, I think I think this this. Like I said, if you could get them at two and a half, I think that's the number. I really do. I, think. I agree with you there. And, and if they don't cover, they lose. Absolutely. You guys are absolutely right. If they don't cover that field goal, they lose. It goes into overtime, they lose. They turn the ball over, uh, driving, as Sam Darnold does. You know he's good for one in the fucking Panthers red zone. They are a better team, though. They really so, are. They are the uh, I mean, th- this, is, this, is either, this, is, this is either Panthers cover Giants win. It's that simple, I think. I sure. keep an eye out for Stephon Gilmore. I, I, I think he might be eligible to come back this week. If he does, that's pretty big. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if he's participated in anything yet. If he's eligible and they do throw him in there, that could be big too. Um, but I just keep an eye on that. CJ Henderson as well. I know he's listed as questionable. There could be two corners right there, you know, making an instant impact. Not sure if they'll play though. All right. So for our last lock of the week. I'm looking forward to your explanation here, Jock. This one's on you. We have the New Orleans Saints at Seattle Seahawks. Saints minus four and a half in DraftKings, minus five and a half in FanDuel. So, I mean, not really all over the place, but it's adjusting rapidly. Over-under is 43 in DraftKings, 43 and a half in FanDuel. Go ahead. I love this play. I, I think this the Saints team is finally coming is it's coming together and it gets more exciting every week that goes by uh this week is huge you know for the saints coming off the bye week and they got healthy on the bye week they're going to be adding Quan alexander marcus davenport traquan smith david onimata comes off the suspension list next week so you're kind of seeing it all come together for the saints and they're going to look like a new team pretty soon Talk about Michael Thomas, too. He's going to be back soon as well. You're adding another wide receiver and Traquan Smith to the wide receiver core, which helps Winston out so much. Uh, And we're talking about a a quarterback for the Seahawks, uh, Geno Smith, who is really not that good right now. We saw him try to beat Big Ben. I, I think Geno Smith outplayed Big Ben, I think. But he, he choked in the end, and he coughed up the football. Listen, the Saints are going to be able to stop the run, and that's what the, the Seahawks are going to try to do is just establish the run early. And and the Saints are stout against the run. They always have been, and they're going to be able to shut that down. This offense is going to be flowing, and it's going to look, it's going to look pretty good. I got the Saints here. They're probably going to win by 10, 13 points. I yeah. am going to tell you. For sure. Uh, I think this is a smart play. But I do want to note something. Geno Smith is now 5-1 and one against the spread in his starts. So uh, just keep that in mind. You know, he, he covered against the Steelers, took him, to, took him to overtime. I think that was more on the Steelers' second-half poor defensive perform, performance. Steelers' defense was outstanding yeah. in, the, in, in the clutch. I agree, but I don't. I definitely don't think they should have. I mean, they came out in their first two drives in the third quarter. They scored. Steelers so. defense the last two drives in the fourth quarter looked like they were struggling. They looked tired, and then 
I mean, once once they needed a big stop in overtime, I mean, T.J. Watt made a huge play, forced a fumble on an easy field goal for um, Pittsburgh. But, I mean, Jock, I'm, I'm with you on this one too, and I'm also on the over. I think I think Winston's going to destroy this secondary, actually. I think Winston's going to have a very good game this week, and I think Seattle's going to be forced to throw the ball. I mean, I can see us being 31-20. I think this is an easy overcover. I, I kind of like that, Nico. Like I said, I actually don't think Geno Smith played that poorly. Um no, I. I think I, I'm going to stick with Jock though here. I, I don't really want to risk. I I don't like totals, you know, because I, <laughs> I I don't I just really don't like totals. So I'm I'm just going to stick with Jock here minus five. I'm going to be a little worried uh, Another... because Geno Smith covering against the spread, but it is a primetime game, Monday Night Football. So Jock, I'm with you here. I'll tell you what the points for sure. Another thing I'm going to add. Another thing I'm going to add is we finally have a kicker. We have our kicker back. The Saints special teams has been such a question mark. We've tried so many kickers, Rosas, and then we had Cody Parkey. And now we finally have Will Lutz to solidify the kicking game, uh, which is huge because we were leaving points on the board, and that affects the spread. So I, I like I like the way the Saints are shaping their roster right now. They got to win games because I think they're going to be buyers at the deadline because, you know, you got to trust Mickey to make the moves at the deadline coming up. I like the way it's shaping out. We have, we're getting key pieces back to that defense. We're going to keep adding to that offense. You know, before we know it, that offense is going to be, you know, clicking on all cylinders once we get everybody back in there. This, this looks like, this looks like a blowout game to me. All three of you couldn't be more wrong. Jameis Winston, he's not very good. He's not. Going on the road in Seattle is absolutely um, – it's a brutal, brutal place to play a game. As everyone knows, the Saints are absolutely, no question, the better team here. But when you go on the road on a primetime game, four yeah. and a half points is a lot. I mean, it could be a few wrong. But I do the think last... Geno Smith is the better quarterback in this game. He is the better quarterback. Jameis Winston – He's a fucking turnover machine. He hasn't played real football in a long time. He hasn't played real football. Let's keep in mind there was no fans last year. And I, I, when was the last time he started a game prior to the season? Two, three years? Yeah, he, sat behind, he sat behind Breeze. He's going to be on Monday night football. Not in a dome. Not in sunny Florida. The ball could be a little slick. The Saints don't have very good wide receivers. I think we can all agree there. Um, I, I think work. this is a field goal game. A field goal game. Jameis Winston's bad. Jay, bad. I just want. I if want I was the say... Saints, they trade for the Sean Watson. All these teams should be training for Watson. The Saints should. The Titans should. That makes all these teams fifty times better. Their fucking problem is the quarterback. Winston Tannehill. They're the same people. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. I think the Dolphins should trade for Sean Watson too. Four and a half. I think huh? I think the Dolphins should fire their GM, but that's a story for another day. I I agree. I just I have to say, being a Saints fan, I've been nothing but impressed with the way Jameis has grown into this role. I kind of figured that Sean Payton was going to have a leash on him, and he does. He only has three picks this year. He's twelve TDs, three picks. He he's having a really good year. He hasn't even thrown for a thousand yards yet this year. Alvin Kamara, he's he's seriously giving Alvin Kamara primetime touches. He's deserving of all those touches. He's involved in the screen game, and he's not letting Winston off the leash to ruin the game. He's game managing it, and he's going through games with the game plan. And they're three and two right now. They have a bad loss to the Giants where our defense kind of let us down in the second half. We're doing the, we're moving the ball well and our defense is making plays. And I, I like yeah, the way the Saints are playing. There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. But there comes a point in time, maybe Monday night football, you got to put together a drive. Wentz is going to have to make a couple throws and he's not the guy that can put the Saints over the top. They're going to be looking for a quarterback and games like this is where you see it. Field goal game, Saints win. Let me Seattle with the points. All right, Jock, one last rebuttal for you. Hey, Saints love defense. And, you know, that defense against Geno Smith, I think it's just going to be too much. Marshawn Lattimore put on one of the 
best performances I've seen in his career at the cornerback position. And he got paid and he's acting like, you know, he's one of the top corners in the league. And you'll love to see that a lot out of these guys. A lot of corners, you know, they get paid and they want to go somewhere. They want to opt out of their contract. Marshawn Lattimore got paid and he's doing it with one hand and he looks great. And that secondary is finally looking like it's, it's coming together. And that defense is clicking. I love it. I love to play here. I think the saints are just going to get started here. I love it. Give me the saints with the points Monday night football. Also look for cam Jordan. If you could find a prop, he hasn't really done much this year. He, he's getting stuffed interior D line has been banged up and, you know, they're rotating guys inside. So cam Jordan's been eating some doubles. I expect him to get, to get free this week. Take cam Jordan sack prop over half a sack. That was our last play for the week. So once again, we just want to thank you guys for listening to clutch picks. Don't forget to follow our Twitter, our Instagram, look us up on Facebook. We're, we're going to be all over the place. We're giving out free picks. Uh, you know, we're, we're doing great. We're 29 and one this year with our picks. Um, we're, we're killing it. So what happened, Jack? You said 29 and one. I'm like, holy fuck. We won 29 and one games. <laughs> no, 20 wins, nine losses and one push. So, like I said, guys, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Clutch underscore Picks 1. Other than that, again, thank you for listening, and good luck. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.